Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. From the Rocky Mountains of Utah down to the Panhandle of Florida. 100 Proof Football coming at you. My name is Paul Kleckler. Joined as always by my co-host Adam Pope. The fourth and final edition of our NFL Draft Grades. Yes, it is the offseason. Yes, the draft was like a month ago. And we're finally wrapping it up, man, with the NFC and AFC North. How you feeling, baby? Feeling pretty good. Uh, this is our... Part two of two, so, I mean, well, according to you, this is part three of four. You know, hey, hey, I was going to leave that in the past, Hakuna Matata style, but you know. That means means no worries. (laughs) You got to put your behind (laughs) and your past. You know Uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you got to put your behind and your past, baby. No worries at all, man. Drinking in Rainier with my boy. Talking about football when there's no football to be talked about. We're still finding a way to keep the unapprovers out there with something to listen to, man. So we're starting off this week in the NFC North, man. Come on, let's get these draft grades going. <laughs> Chicago Bears, Chi-Town, you're on the clock, man, with your co-host Adam Pope. Talk to me. All right. Well, I mean, you just said we're talking about football when there's no football to be talked about. Now, insert Chicago Bears. (laughs) This whole fucking draft, I'm sorry, this draft doesn't mean squats. I mean, like, Iberflus gets Iberflunk on this draft. I mean, you got Kyler Gordon and Brisker, which I think are pretty solid picks. But other than that, I'm really, like, befundled. You lost... You you got Justin Fields as your quarterback, <laughs> and what was his biggest problem? He couldn't get protected, and he was getting sacked left and right. He was running around like the game was way too fast. Give this man some protection. Mm. And they didn't draft an offensive lineman till the fifth round. So I mean that that's a no brainer. I'm drafting offensive lineman. I'm going to protect my young quarterback. Um. Eberfloss is a defensive guy, so it made sense cornerback safety. I mean, Indianapolis Colts have great cornerback safeties and the linebacker. But who's the second guy they lost? The probably a great rod, wide receiver they never utilized was Allen Robinson. Mm, good point. And you got Dallas Jones, 
like you you lost an all pro receiver potential and to a guy who if he starts that's like uh because we suck that bad or because we got so many injuries so i like his upside but he's not gonna he shouldn't be starting year one in the nfl and be a all-star he is going to take two or three years before he makes an impact. So I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I say flunk, but I mean definitely <laughs> a damn D. A D. Yeah, D. All right. Well, I mean, a, I'm, I'm with you, man. The only thing I can think of is one or two things why they didn't draft no offensive line. They either think that Justin Fields is so bad they know they fucked up. <laughs> so they got, you know what I mean? Let's just get some defensive backs to keep the score lower and then make the, you know, make the game a little closer and end a little faster so we can uh just hand this ball off and keep the score low. And uh and, and that's about it. You know, like you said, Iberflus a uh, a defensive coach. So that also makes sense, but you know, I guess both of my things go hand in hand. The other thing was to keep the score low, or they think that Justin Fields, they already know he's not the guy. Either one, drafting two uh, people in the secondary help you out um, with that uh, problem. So, yeah, other than that, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, like you said, their first uh, offensive lineman was in round five because they still could have gone round three. Yeah. So, yeah, Vanus Jones is not Robinson, but nobody's going to be – Robinson can't be Robinson with Justin Fields throwing the ball like that. So, I mean, he's going to have to make a leap, like a big fucking leap from year one to year two. Or this Chicago Bears going to go from Trubisky to fucking Justin Fields. From You know what I mean? Like the best quarterback they've had is in the last, what, two decades is Rex Grossman or Jay Cutler's ass. Like <laughs> – I would just draft three quarterbacks and let them all compete. Like, shit, man, come on, man. What is it you say you do here? I'm down with you. This might be, might be my first F of the whole fucking draft grade season, but I'm drinking to my damn self on this F, man. Whatever. Eber Flunk is ass. Eber Flunk. That's right, dude. That's right, dude. So, yeah, I'm not feeling that at all, man. Uh, don't forget, by the way, before we keep going, to check us out on your favorite social media outlets, man. Instagram and Twitter at 100ProofFB. We're also coming to you live each and every podcast on the YouTube channel at 100ProofFootball, man. So y'all find us out there. Show us some love. Join the chat. Hype in the chat. Drink with us. Spin the drink wheel. And let's have some fun, man. This is a very special uh, draft grade, isn't it? Because both of our teams are in this uh, this segment, man. And we're going on to my co-host team, man. Let's give it to your Homer style, man. The Detroit Lions riding with your boy, Jared Goff. Talk to me, man. Talk to me. All right. As you know, I, I really don't like Aiden Hutchinson. I hope he proves me wrong. But, damn, I... I... I, I think I'm going to be staying corrected on it, but you know what? I still don't like him, and yeah. I'm probably the most adamant about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jameson Williams coming off injury, but I started thinking about Jameson Williams. If he can line up on the X or the Y as far as the receivers, like spread them out, uh, and then they just got a – Chark on the other end, another speed receiver. 
and then Armand St. Brown just gobbling the shit up in the middle. Uh, great tight end. So, I mean, after you get past all that, the offense that is actually pretty damn decent right now. As far as Detroit, like, it actually looks better than it has in quite a few years. Um, and then the rest of the draft is a bunch of, like, buy-ins. Like, these people are, like, nose for the football. I put my freaking bleed, dirt, knees, like, I'm rough and tough. This is, like, what Dan Campbell is trying to make. And even from the sixth round, like, Malik Rodriguez as a linebacker, James Houston as an edge, uh, coming from the HCBU. These guys are all about the buy-in, and I think they did due diligence on their research, uh, and I really like this draft. It's not my favorite draft, but I'm going to give it an A- because huh. Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink to the A-, man. I'm going to drink to the A-. That's exactly what I have. Look, I don't hate Hutchinson, and I like Hutchinson better here than with any other team. Mm-hmm. Hometown boy, uh, you know they say they say low ceiling, high floor, but all that means is you know what you're getting. And you know T.J. Watt, where'd he go? End of the first round, I believe, when he was drafted, uh, very late. This guy is up there, you know, second overall. A lot of people thought he'd be first overall. So in that way, is you know it's a uh, right fit for a pick. Um, I don't think he has very many question marks. It's just, you know, can the white boy produce on D-line, man? Let's get it done, and and then there you go. It's a good uh, it's a good pick, dude. Jamison Williams went healthy. Bad motherfucker. He yep. badass. Coming off of ACL, it's, you know, it's not sexy to take a guy. I had him falling in my draft board because of that ACL. Um, but Detroit ain't worried about it at all. They didn't had it. They didn't looked at it. Checked with the doctors and all that. Feeling good about it. Uh, Josh Pachal, if I'm saying it right, man. Patchel Pachal. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Hey, man. Pro Football Focus had him graded out of the 90. Man, that's one of the top yeah. top pass rushers in the league. So DN is the second highest uh, paid position um, behind uh, quarterback. And they just got two. And if they just short up their line like that. This is the only reason I'm giving it an A minus. I'm thinking outside the box on this shit. It's because you ain't winning shit with Jeff Goff at quarterback. That doesn't mean they need to go out and draft a quarterback this year. But I think their draft was so good it's going to make them fall a little lower next draft than they need to be. So are they going to get the quarterback they could have got because they got some damn talent walking on this field after this draft now, I'm telling you. And uh, I liked – we talked about it at length last year on multiple occasions. Dude, for a team as shitty as Detroit was last year, them boys played. And them boys fought. Yep. And them boys didn't mail in on that season, man. So if you get if, – if these people buy in like that and these new additions come in to Detroit uh, the same way that the, the team was buying in before, they, they can win six, seven games. Yeah. Well, then they're going to be drafted 12th or something as opposed to top five or whatever else, when they might need a quarterback to replace golf. So that's the only thing outside the box thing I don't like about Detroit, which means they're a victim of their own success. But I'm giving, I'm drinking that A-minus, man. Once again, cheers. Detroit had a great draft, a great draft. Yep. 
Moving on, moving on. The Green Bay Packers for the, what is it, the... Is it the 10th year, 11th year, 12th year in a row? Still did not draft the offensive player in the first round. They should have the best defense of all time by now. It should be every person on the defense should be a first rounder. Mathematically. So, and that's yet to happen, but they just fucking keep drafting the first round players. Talk to me. I like the first round, even though it's all defense. I mean, Quay Walker, I, I cannot begrudge. I mean, that's a solid pick for where they're at at 22nd. Uh, Devontae Wyatt uh, from Georgia again, 28th. I mean, that freaking front seven from Georgia was getting gobbled up. So um, I don't begrudge those two picks. They got Christian Wilson Watson, from which I actually had a first-round pick that got early, early in the second round which I actually had going to the Green Bay in the first round. Hmm. So, what, like five picks later, six picks later, Good job. they actually got him. So That was a point. Um, and then, I mean, everything else, it makes sense to me. They loaded up on the back end some filling needs as far as the late fifth and seventh rounds. Uh but nothing really stood out to me. I'm going to go a solid B. Like, they, they didn't destroy it. They did a good job. And there's no way you're going to replace Devontae Adams. But with Watson, I think they they tried. You know, there is a way they can replace Devontae Adams. I'm so, like, just over this shit, man. I'm over this shit. I was right. I looked it up. 2012 was the last time. Well, I was right and wrong. I said 2012 was the last time they drafted an offensive player. Asterisk. They did draft a backup quarterback a couple of years ago. Besides Jordan Love, they haven't drafted an offensive player in 10 years, dude. 10 years. It's crazy in the first round. They're still not doing it. They got good players. Fine. That's fine. Bro, they just – they have one of the – Best quarterbacks in a generation. People, a lot of people think that it's controversial because they don't win nothing, but they won't give them no weapons. And there was a way that they could have replaced De- Devontae Adams. What's what's this? Hold on, I'll tell you. Which I'll tell you. What. No, no, okay, screw that. They can they can replace offensive weapons if your quarterback doesn't ask for a fucking gigantic sum of money, and where it could have been a split. Between between Devontae and the quarterback and both be happy. You talking about this year? I'm talking about any year. Aaron oh, man, Rogers, dude, like, Aaron Rodgers, if he's got weapons like he like he has that uh, Jordy Nelson and, and Randall Cobb and all them boys, and they was throwing the ball all over the yard, man, like if you if he had the weapons, he'd be a lot happier, man. But here's the thing. You know how you replace uh uh Devontae Adams? Ask the Philadelphia Eagles, bro. As Philadelphia Eagles, who they got during the draft. We just talked about it last episode. So you could have got you could have got him. You could still try to go get uh DK Metcalf or somebody. I don't know if they can afford him. Maybe they do, and then I'll shut the hell up and I'll take back my shitty draft grade I'm about to give their ass. But I give him a C. <laughs> I give him a C and that's being that, nice. That's shitty. Yeah, that is being nice. That's being nice. Because that was being nice too. they did get some good players. 
but it's not what they need. Christian Watson, by the time, if he develops into a wide receiver one in the NFL, Rod is going to be like 42 years old or some shit. Nah, he, he was my best receiver coming out. You just said last episode was your boy from Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm saying like day one. Like, but he, he was my, like, he, I like Christian Watson. I like him too, but NFL is a different ball game, man. Most receivers do not develop that quickly in the NFL. They could put up some numbers, but yeah, yeah he's not going to be at the level he needs him to be by the time Rodgers still has what you want left in the tank. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll move on. I'll get off my soapbox, but they better get their mass a wide receiver for I for uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, or I would just I don't know. I'll call Jeopardy back or something. Be like, shit, I don't even need this shit. I call Fox, I call Fox Sports or somebody. Say, I see what y'all gave Tom Brady. Talk to me. <laughs> shit. Yeah. This is some bullshit. All right. Last up in the uh, NFC North, man, is the Minnesota Vikings, baby. Skull Vikes, man. You know a team I weirdly have a soft spot for even before they got Dalvin Cook. Talk to me, man. How you how you feel about the draft? I really don't like it that much. Mm. Uh, Lewis, like Georgia safety. Okay, if there was a weakness in Georgia, it's their DBs and safeties. And honestly, if Mitchie, <laughs> I know it sounds like a homer, but if Williamson and Mitchie was playing in the title game, Georgia would not have won. They'd have lost by double digits, oh, easy, bro. I know. I know. Yeah, it's butt hurt. hurt much? Come on, man. Daddy, no! Butt hurt much, Daddy, but yes! you got to think. They couldn't stop him. And honestly, Young was throwing passes right into the hands, and our young receivers after that were just dropping them. Like, that was the difference of the game. Then Georgia didn't have any respect for our passing, but now I'm – oh, you got me on tangent. I didn't, you got yourself on the last thing I was talking about, the damn national championship Anyhow. game. Anyhow, uh, so Lewis Stein. DBs, yeah, <laughs> the DBs can't cover anybody. Uh, so I had, I still had him going in the first round. So I think thirty-two. It was a very late third, first round, but you did have him in the so first round. It, yeah, so I think it's a a good pick. Uh, Andrew Booth was an excellent pick. Um. Other than that, I think it was okay picks, but nothing that would stand out to me. So I'm going to go with the solid C+. It was a good draft, just not excellent. Yeah, they got some things they needed, but, like, I don't know, man. Unless you're getting Troy Palomalu's ass or something, I don't know about taking a safety in the first round. Especially because they traded down, man. They were 12th overall. Uh-huh. And traded down in that with Lewis sign. I mean, let's see. Uh, look from 31 and to 12 and see who they could have taken, man. I'm just going to pull this up. Uh, I should have done this ahead of time, but I just thought about this. NFL draft round one. Let's see who they passed on to get Lewis Sign's ass. Hold on. All right, all right. They passed on Jamison Williams. Imagine him on the other side of uh, fucking Justin Jefferson because you know what's his name getting old. Uh, freaking feeling. 
uh, passed on Jordan Davis, Kyle Hamilton, Kenyon Green, Jahan Dotson, Zion Johnson, Traylon Burks, Trevor Penning, Kenny Pickett, if you hate freaking Kirk Cousins' ass, well, Kenny Pickett would have been there. Trent McDuffie, Quay Walker, Kai Ear Elam, Tyler Smith, Tyler Lindenbaum, Jermaine Johnson II, speaking of DNs, what? Devin Lloyd, what? Devontae Wyatt, Cole Strange, George Karloftis, and Daxon Hill. All them people could have been y'alls, bro. And you got Lewis Sign, man. So, hey, Lewis Sign's good. You had him first round great. I almost did. I didn't, though. Um, so, I mean, if you're going to trade down, I guess they feel like they got, you know, some positions of need. But I'm not that impressed, man. I'm not that impressed at all. I give him a – I'm going to give him a B minus, man. B minus. I don't know. I, I wanted more out of him, especially when they got – the weapons they got. I mean, it did go secondary, secondary, so I get it. It's just not sexy. It's not sexy. So B minus, man. B minus from me. All right, moving. Man, you made it you made it sound like they're about to fail. Well, not fail, but like, I don't know, man. I give the I give the first round draft grade like a, a C minus, man. Or a D plus or something. Yeah. Because even though sign is good, like you pass on way too many people to get him. That could have uh, been big for you, man. So moving on to the AFC North. Going on to Baltimore Ravens, baby. Talk to me. I mean, to me, this is a good draft. However, it all depends on how people adapt. Uh, Ajabo from Michigan in the second round. Jalen Norman Davis, uh, quarterback in the fourth round. If those guys get healthy and they can actually produce, they got drafted super low from what they were projected. Towards, I mean, Ojabo was probably a first-round draft pick before he got injured on his pro day at Michigan. So, I mean, for you to get him at 45 is crazy. Travis Jones at UConn in the third round is a really good pick. Um, and then you got your first round picks, Cal Hamilton at 14. He could have been a top 10 pick. He could have probably been a top five pick and people would have been like, I get it. So you got him at 14. He's a ball hawk. He covers the field. Linderbaum. Mm. Like, are you kidding me? Mm. Like sure up that offensive line right up the gut. Like you said, a few podcasts ago, like no quarterback wants pressure up the middle. That's the worst time. And he's your front and center. Uh, makes perfect sense. This is a solid A draft. I don't see where you went wrong. I'll drink to that, man. I have an A on them as well. Uh, I hate that we're agreeing so much. One thing, I mean, I say, let me get on this camera for a minute, man. Let me look. Let me look at the NFL GMs on this camera. Look, this is how you draft. This how you supposed to draft, okay? From now on, this how you draft. I don't care who you are. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm talking about every pick they got in the first, what, four rounds, which was five different picks, was a value pick. Had more value mm -hmm. than the spot where they took them at. Every single one of them. The only reason I don't give them an A plus is because they need a fucking receiver. They don't let Hollywood go. 
They need somebody for crying out loud. They already didn't have nobody. I mean, I, you know, we'll see if Hollywood is as good a receiver as he thinks he is because he wants to get to a different system where he can shine more. But, dude, other than that, this is great. There's still some free agents out there to be had. Um, but this is this is a great AAA draft, man. Great draft, dude. So I would drink to that A grade. Moving on to the defending AFC North and AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Talk to him. All right. Well, clearly, they're going to need help on the defensive back front. So, naturally, Daxon Hill fit perfectly, probably as a safety, one of those hybrid safeties. Uh, and then... I really didn't get it, but Cam Taylor Britt from Nebraska. You got to shore up that DBs, and that wasn't my go-to, but you know what? I, I get what they're saying. Um, Zachary Carter from Florida, defensive tackle, I think is pretty solid. Um, defensive tackle, I'm just not into it, man. Mm. Like... I, I I can't buy into it. A bunch of people gave them B's. Some people gave them maybe a low A to a high C. Uh-huh. I got to go below that. Ooh. I'm going to go C minus. I like what they're doing, and I, I, just this doesn't make sense to me. So I, it, it might be just me. I, I just don't get it. What didn't make sense to you, though, bro? Like, what should the, do you not like the positions? Because I, like the other people you're talking about, have an A minus grade on them. I'll tell you why in a second. But why? I mean, you you said C. Yeah. I mean, what? C minus. C minus. Good lord. All right. Bruh. So, well, okay. So tell me, uh, elaborate a little more. Go a little more in depth. What, what should they have done, position wise, or you think they reached? What? What's up? Well, okay. I think they should have either traded up and gotten somebody else or not, like, make a commitment. But they didn't make a commitment to protecting yeah, Burrow. I mean, that that's all it is. It's like, I mean, people still rush up the gut on him. Like, there, there's nothing there. There's no future there. They, they might make trades and stuff, but, I mean, I'm looking at potential future. You got a franchise quarterback. I'm investing in that franchise quarterback. And a few teams that we've talked about already, I'm like, I see what you're doing, a.k.a. Uh, the Chargers. Perfect. With the two offensive linemen with Zion Johnson and I forget the other guy, but that's no knock on him. I just can't really think of him. But, uh, like – I, I see, like, hey, you're a franchise quarterback. We're going to invest so much fucking money in you. I'm going to protect you at all costs. And look, their first offensive lineman was Cordell Volson, North Dakota State, in the fourth round. And that was it. Well, all right. Well, time out. So this is why I'm giving them the A minus, man. Because they they addressed that shit in the offseason. I know they did. They addressed but, that shit in the offseason, man. So if they feel comfortable about the offseason moves that they made, which clearly they do, 
whether I mean you might not agree with them, maybe you don't like maybe you don't like the people they got, or you grade them lower than they seem to, or whatever. But other than that, if you got your line where you want it on the O line, which they seem to think so, and it was good enough already to get them to the Super Bowl with a chance to win it in the last drive, so it's got to be better. So then, what do you do? You go defense, defense, defense. Now, you can argue whether those players were the best at their position when available. I mean, Daxon Hill, I like. Um, you know, the cornerback, he, you know, he's pretty versatile. We'll see. He's, he's fast. He's got closing speed. Um, Zachary Carter out of Florida, you might be a question mark, but you're at the 95th overall at that point on the D line. I mean, you get what you can get. Hope you can develop him. I don't think they're counting on him to go to the Super Bowl and, and make their, be a big part of their Super Bowl uh, repeat run this year. But I feel like the two things they needed was a little more pass defense and offensive line help from last year's Super Bowl. From last year's Super Bowl team, they rushed the passer like crazy. No pass secondary help. Pass, pass, yeah, pass in the in the secondary, the secondary, not pass rush. So they went cornerback safety or safety cornerback. So and then they got off the line in the offseason. I don't hate it. A minus. I think they got what they needed if they as long as the players end up producing. That's that's my point. So, but I like we had something to contend about because we've been agreeing too damn much. All right, the Cleveland Browns, man, with no first or second round pick, but they got three trades, man, three trades, three third round picks. Talk to me. All right. <laughs> I hope to God we don't agree with this. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 <laughs> go ahead. Probably one of my top ten favorite picks of the draft. They got freaking what they needed. Cade York as a kicker, man. <laughs> LSU kicker. He, he friendly, but you know what? Like, there's kickers are starting to make a difference in the NFL. And if, if you got somebody with big old Gohainas, like, <laughs> hmm, yeah, you draft that guy and you draft him in the fourth round. What's it sound like when you got cojones, man? I need to know. <laughs> That's yeah. I I've never made that sound. I just learned something <laughs> about myself. Uh, <laughs> must not have the required equipment, bro. <laughs> bro. Um, or you must not lay it beneath me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like. After Cade York, I thought they actually did a good job with Jerome Ford, like running back Cincinnati. Uh, also, I didn't mind David Bell being a third-round pick. There was talks of him being maybe a first or second-round pick early on before like the combine and stuff. I think he fell in the combine. But honestly, like he's a good hands receiver. So if you put somebody on the opposite side of um, Cooper, maybe in the offseason, like that guy can really develop and be a cowbell for you. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say B-plus on this draft. Wow. Probably because of Cade York. I, I think Because <laughs> of the fourth-round kicker. I mean, kicker, baby. If, you're, if you're comparing kicker strategies with the Tampa Bay Bucks that drafted one in the first round, then, yeah, what a steal. Um, you know, you're talking about how the difference, you know, kicker position makes nowadays. Yeah, that's true. And K. York's a good one. So, and you got in the fourth round. I mean, I'll give you that. It's a boring draft. I mean, you got quarterback, edge, wide receiver on the third round. 
UAB, Purdue, and Mississippi State. No college anybody really wants to go to. Uh, you know, their first round pick is Deshaun Watson. So mm-hmm. if you count that, yay. Otherwise, you know, Alex Wright was uh, is a good edge rusher. Um, so I think he'll definitely help him off the edge. I mean, it's just boring. And I give him a B for boring. There's nothing sexy about it. It's just it's, it's some positions they need. So, B. Okay, we move on. Moving on, baby. To the second homer team of the draft, my Pittsburgh Steelers, man. Getting the hometown guy at 20th overall. Talk to me. I want you to go first on this one. This is your team. Well, that's why. That's why I'm going to close it out on a positive note, man. Come on, okay. come on. Don't don't break the cipher. Don't fuck up rotation, man. All right. Puff puff well, give. I was going to try to shit on your parade just because. But <laughs> so Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, George Pickens had a hell of a draft. If you haven't seen it, look it up. <laughs> uh, Leo. Calvin Austin in the fourth round. A little small guy, but damn, he is fucking electric. Carter uh, Haywood, I thought was solid. Like, this is a pretty damn solid draft. I don't think it's Baltimore Ravens kind of draft, but everything definitely makes sense. Kenny Pickett, you need a freaking quarterback. You got Trubisky. If he doesn't pan out, you need somebody. And Pickett can take first reps i think uh he was my number one nfl ready quarterback george pickens is a nice tall good prospect signing receiver leal oh geez i didn't know they needed help on defensive tackle but damn they just improved there austin a speedy ass receiver yeah so everything just makes sense they they replaced the misses that they had. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say B+. Plus. Solid solid grade, man. Look. Uh, A-. Minus. A-. Minus. A- oh, bumping right. it up. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm bumping it up. All right, you got a drink with me, then. That's where I had him at. A-, minus, baby. Killing this Rainier. Got one more Rainier to pop tonight, man. Cheers to you out there. Cheers to my 100 Proofers out there. My Steelers fans, Steelers Nation. Look. I'm a little concerned about it. I ain't going to lie. I give him an A- because with what was there, they did a great damn job. I mean, George Pickens, if he's healthy, that's a first-round grade on a guy that you got in the second round. Um, I love <laughs> – you had the best comment. Talking about they had Chase Claypool coming out as replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Claypool going up there, opening up the envelope, being like, oh, I shit. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah oh, shit, there's George Pickens' ass. What, you know, he looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I think the picks were all value. I like DeMarvin uh, Leal. Yeah, dude, uh, from off the edge. Great pick mm-hmm. late in the, you know, f- for where you're at. A lot of value every position. Sat back like a fucking boss and let Kenny Pickett just fall right in your lap, man. Didn't trade up. Didn't have to go Malik Willis. Literally, when you walk into the, the – uh, because, you know, the Panthers, for Pitt Panthers and the Steelers share a stadium and training facility. So mm-hmm. they Pitt Panthers play at Heinz Field. Literally, when you walk to the training facility, there's a door on the left side that says Pitt and a door on the right side that says Steelers. 
The motherfucker literally just goes to the other door now, man. And you know, every day he went to that pit door and just wondered, like, one day I would love, I would dream to go through that fucking door. It says Steelers. And that's where he's going now, man. And my only concern is, shit, this was not the year to draft a quarterback. Okay? But if you can become president with small hands, maybe you can be a starting quarterback in the NFL with the smallest hands on record, man, since they've been measuring that thing, dude. Apparently, this guy took a picture of him holding the football. He says, oh, when I grip the ball, my thumb dislocates a little bit, gives me an extra inch. Whatever. I'm trying to learn that same trick to gain my extra inch in life. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out if I, you know. You just float just, 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 <laughs> hey, You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a snake when it has to eat something, dislocate its jaw. I'm trying to work on that trick, man. Get an extra inch in life, baby. But, no, and to top it all off, man, uh, Ironhead Hayward's son uh, is now, his son is now uh, tight end Connor Hayward is now playing for Michigan State, man. And uh, Cam Hayward's uh, son, no, is that his, who is Cam, is that his nephew? They're related somehow, I keep forgetting, Cam Hayward. Uh, but they got the family connection, man, but on the same team. And uh, oh, his brother plays on the team, yeah, 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 his brother. That's right. I knew they related some kind of way, you know. I can't keep it all straight, man. But came Hayward got his brother on there now, man. It's pretty good, dude. That's awesome, yeah. That's awesome, dude. I think it's a cool ass draft. If Kenny Pickett pans out and George Pickett stays healthy, it's it's one of the top three drafts in the in the, in the whole draft, and that's no homerism. Yeah, I don't know about that, if, but that's it. Yeah. If if George Pickett pans yeah. out like he's and stays healthy and Pickett ends up being a viable starting quarterback. And dislocate his thumb. Yeah, right? that's it. That's it. <laughs> so other than that, though, man, yeah, give me uh, give me an A- minus with this because I'm just a little bit worried about Kenny Pickett and the talent of quarterback. They got the best quarterback in the draft, but typically that means mm-hmm. first overall, top three, there's probably three quarterbacks taken in the first 12, and the first quarterback in this whole draft was the 20th pick overall. So that's a little concerning. I'm pulling for the guy. I'm going for them. Go Steelers. A minus. Cheers. You bumped up to my. Cheers. You bumped up to my draft grade. And I know you're sad to see this being the end, man. Because for the entire month of May, we mapped out our entire schedule for draft grades. One month down, we now got June, July, and August. We got three more months to figure out some shit to talk about. But don't worry, man, because we come at you with fantasy football stuff. Coming at you in, in uh, probably the beginning of August, going to start grading some things out. Uh, maybe a little bit earlier than that if we can't fill enough weeks up, man. Don't worry. We're going to be doing some. Come July, we got college. Yeah, we got college. We're going to be doing some mock drafts. We're going to get some boys, some some real fantasy players in here now. And we're going to do some live mock drafts with y'all, showing you some different things, PPR, non-PPR, dynasty. We're going to do all kinds of different stuff, uh, having a little fantasy focus as it gets closer to the season when there still is this, you know, and it's training camps. There's not much going on. It's going to be fantasy season on 100 Proof Football, baby. So, man, I know we got some parting thoughts to leave with us, man. It's, uh, we're having to tape this and the uh, other episode on the same night. I'm going to be on two weeks vacation, man. But it's kind of some some sombering uh, events around the nation, man. Tell me, you know, put put a little word in there before we close this out about it, man. Not to get too sentimental or anything like this, and most people are already tune out. But fucking all the fucking shootings, man, man. It's crazy out there, man. Like you can agree with me, you can disagree with me, but I still just don't shoot day, me. I love you, you know. Yeah, like, amen. 
and and that that's what we should be about. And I think uh, like that. I don't know. I had some employees ask me like weeks ago. I was like, "There's nothing I wouldn't do for somebody else. Like I give my life for somebody else. No questions asked. Even if I don't know that person, you know, with the hopes like they would like see that and maybe either become better or whatever, you know. Like it's not my my place to judge. That that's somebody a lot higher than me." Um, but, you get you gotta quit these shootings, man. Like we we gotta get, we gotta get down to the bottom of this, man. Like, no, I'm, we're, I'm with we're you. Yeah, but both political parties. Yeah, it ain't got nothing to do with none of that, man. Country. Dude, yeah, yeah, bro, I'm with you on there, man. There's a lot of evil in the world, man, and it seems like every time you turn on your TV. Or just get on social media or something. It seems like the evil gaining a lot more foothold in the world, man. So we, you know, not to keep it on a down note. We're going to end on a positive note. Um, but, yeah, man, just our, our hearts and, and thoughts go out there with everybody. You know, of course, the families and the shootings out there. Um, and, and not only just the ones that's making the national media, man, there's, there's shootings going on everywhere that nobody ever hears about. For them, them families, you know, they ain't forgotten. And they matter too, man. Uh, I don't care where you put political affiliations lie. I don't care what religion, race, or creed you are, man. We all human. We all bleed red. And we all uh, Americans, man. We're all on the same damn team out here, man. So, uh, yeah. Uh, hearts go out and all that, man. Just just try to spread a little extra love this week, man. And in your day, man. Just, just try to think of, of some kind of way you can show somebody some love. Because love conquers all, man. There cannot be darkness where there is light. Make sense to turn the light switch on. There cannot be darkness where the light is, man. So bring a little light into the world. But other than that, man, I don't want to give anything away. We might have some dick dislocation videos coming out soon. If we can figure it out, master, you know, we're going to get our turn our Tenacious D on, do some cop push-ups, and uh, we're going to see if we can learn the secret that Kitty Pickett has figured out with his thumb and see it apply it to our daily lives and into the bedroom, gentlemen. And ladies, I know you pull them for us, man. I know you pull them for us out there, dude. So, uh, uh, I mean, much more than an inch. <laughs> One inch at a time, man. Come on. <laughs> but that's going to do it for a 100 proof football. Shout out to the chat out there, man. We got some Packers fans out there saying go green. Hey, don't forget to like this video, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell down there. So, anytime we go live, you get notified, man. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And uh, from the Rocky Mountains of Utah down to the panhandle of Florida, this has been 100 Proof Football. All draft grade editions complete. You need to know what we think. Look back on your favorite podcast channel, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you can uh, get all our grades there and also all stream live on YouTube, baby. May all your parlays come through, and may all the women be satisfied. We out. Yeah. I'm out.